0: This is Matt. Super best friends. See you later, fuckers. <laughs> Please subscribe to Scrub Club. I don't know if they're good. <laughs> what is up, everyone? This is your boy, Reckless Fox, and welcome to episode fourteen of the Scrub Club, the Scrub Club podcast, January twentieth, twenty eighteen. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Thank you guys for very much for help supporting us, and thank you very much for taking the time to listen to us, whether it's day or night or wherever the hell you're from. Now, you're probably asking yourself, what is the Struggle Club Gaming Podcast? Well, we are the folks and jokes who spill the beans on everything happening in video games, movies, television shows, anime, comic books, and geek culture just in general. And rock with me today, because it's about to go down in this
1: episode, it is my boy, Mr. X-Force Gamer 88. How's it going, everyone? This is x Gamer 88, and... Wow, did you just call yourself a joke? You're a joke too. And r- as well as Mr. Two Scoops, take it away. you
0: calling him uh, a joke as well? Yeah, we're all
1: jokes. <laughs>
0: okay. We're the Joker gang. Okay, then. We are, we are the Joker gang from Batman Beyond. We are, we are the joke.
1: Anyways, we, uh, two Our jokes uh, might kill you.
2: Anyways, so Two Scoops, you should introduce yourself. Sorry for oh, yeah. interrupting. Thanks, you guys. Really feeling the love here.
0: Oh whatever! You're you're still mad 'cause you're not woke from watch after watching Get Out. And our opening nah, comment nah, so now you two now kiss. What the makeup. And our and my opening comment is well, it's episode 14. We you, you, we didn't think we were gonna make it, but we did. And I will easily say we recently just watched uh me and two scoops just watched Double Man Cry Baby and Get Out. You can actually listen to our Double Man Cry Baby review on SoundCloud right now, and the Get Out review with myself. Exod Oreo, Two Scoops, and Mr. Godchild 15 will be up uh, later this weekend. Also, I went to the uh, SoCal Retro Gaming Expo today uh, at in city & Sons in City of Industry down in West Covina. And you know what? It was really, really cool. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it very much. Even even though I wasn't on Twitter, I did not know some of my favorite YouTubers were going to even be there. Like, I got the chance to meet um matt from super best friends i got the chance to uh, catch up again with angry black nerd because he's at almost every convention i've gone to in the past year or so so it, it's always fun to bump into him but more on that uh as we go forth uh, a couple of housekeeping rules and i finally said it correctly uh we do all, our podcast every weekend live on twitch tv so if you like to be part of the discussion, if you like to um you know put your questions or compliments or insert concerns uh, <laughs> concerns and stuff of what's going on, I thought you said something.
1: Yeah, oh, I said crap. yeah. I know. Whatever.
0: Um, uh, be for, uh, be sure to follow uh, Twitch.tv/RecklessFox where I also do my uh, reviews of movies and televisions and, suitably, video games. Um, and yeah, and be, and be sure to follow everyone else on Twitch that's a part of the squad. And if you would like to give us any, you know, questions, conflicts, concerns, in-play advice, and business inquiries, you can always and forever email us at scrubclubgamingbookings at gmail.com. That's scrubclubgamingbookings at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash scrubclubgaming. And you can follow us on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash scrubclubgaming. And you can follow us on the Google Play Store, scrubclubgaming, as well. And i have officially. We are officially announcing that our YouTube page is a, is officially up. Our group page that we've been working on forever. It's finally up, and the very our first video is up. Well, that I worked on for the Dragon Ball Z beta. Um, there, I'll give you guys, I'll give. The, I'll give a breakdown of what I like and dislike about it on my solo channel. And speaking of which, if you would like to get a little R and R, you know, get a little one-on-one time with us, you can. Fo- you can follow us on our respective social media. Uh, what the insights, hell? one yeah.
1: What is this? a dating site now?
0: You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at <laughs> the Reckless underscore Fox. You can also follow me on, on YouTube at Reckless underscore Fox. And once again, you can follow me on twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox. Two Scoops, where can they find you? You can find me at lexington 34 capital L, 0 for the L.
1: Alrighty then. And uh, X Force, where can they find you? They can find me on twitch.tv at at 88 radiate. Alrighty then.
0: Don't worry guys, we're gonna make him we're gonna make him. Get a Twitter no. at some point. We're gonna make him get a Twitter no. at some point, so he can get some, so no. he so he can help us get some more business. We got, we need more business. We he can help us with more business. We are gonna get him a Twitter. It's gonna happen.
1: Hell no! If we, I am not getting a Twitter.
0: And if if he doesn't know, we'll probably put a lot of hentai stuff on it anyway. But that's that's besides the point. What so the hell? Let's get right into our podcast. So no. be- opening comment. Uh, le- before we get no. into our actual discussion, um, we you know what I realize that. Uh, for the past fourteen episodes, I don't really ask you guys how was your week and how was your weekend. So we're gonna go around real quick because I I, I kind of feel as if we we neglect to ask each other how we're doing and stuff like that. So uh, we're gonna go first with two scoops. So two scoops. Uh, how was your week? And what did you
1: do uh-huh. aside from playing Yakuza? Wait, he's playing Yakuza? Yeah. I want I want to play that that series. It's I, I really want to play it. It's part it's particularly Yakuza Zero. I mean, you can borrow my copy when I'm done with it. Oh, all right. But yeah, but how it, how, how, how was your week? Two scoops?
2: Oh, well, you know, nothing like getting interrupted I'm trying to talk. <laughs> so, sorry about that. But no, go right ahead. You guys keep going.
0: No, I'm asking you about your week, nigga.
2: Dude, you both, you and I and everyone else listening to this knows how my week is. Nothing. Well, well more—it's been more.
0: Really, it's been more stressful. But I'm not gonna bother the listener with that. All right, that's all good. Uh, Ex—so not exile. X Force. How was your week so far? Like, what, 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 what was something interesting that you did this week?
1: Well, I managed to—I uh, finally managed to play with uh, with a few streamers for once. Oh, nice. And yeah, of, and of course, because I, we're playing a game that I was really, really experienced in. I ha- uh, I pretty much, uh, despite my horrible luck. Oh my god! But anyway,s I was trying to teach people how to play. I was trying to teach them advanced tactics they could use in the game. What for? What, I'm, no, for uh, for or- uh, for one hundred percent orange juice. Because I'm one of, I'm one of the ranked players in there. Surprisingly.
0: You were giving tutorials and strategies to niggas in 100% 100... isn't that a party game though?
1: There is some advanced strategies in that game how for is, so weird reasons. How is
0: there an advanced strategy for 100% orange juice? I need to, I need to hear this. How? Well, what, what strategy oh is there God. for 100% orange juice? I actually am curious.
1: Okay. Okay. Death? Okay, for those who don't know 100% Orange Juice, it's a board game that were like Mario Party, it ruins friendships. But I can compare it a little more as a much more simplified version of Dokopan Kingdom. And that makes any sense. It that makes make any uh, It doesn't anything, basically. Now, in, in 100% Orange Juice, one of more, this I'll consider this an intermediate strategy. Death is viable. You, If you hold a lot of stars, and you don't want anyone else to get the stars. Just die through the boss uh, as worst case scenario. So you get killed by the boss. No one can take your. No one can take the lead off. Of, uh, no one can take the lead and just build them up again. Another example is landing on a trap, and that'll lead to your death. Another. You said there's
0: a boss fight.
1: Yeah, there's boss fights in there. Yeah.
0: Okay, I'm really confused now. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. Um... But let's put it this way: If you want to play the game, play the game. But don't ing- don't get involved with this community. The community sucks, especially in the Steam forums. They are toxic as hell, and they'll and they'll feign friendliness. They're toxic in the most subtle way. If that makes any sense.
0: How like how are they like subtly people. toxic?
1: They
2: let's put a shade at you oh. as in what he's saying is when they're subtly toxic they'll seem nice and friendly and kind but really they hate you and they'll do everything to undermine you
1: yes like what's just like what he said okay
0: so, and i got obvious. started
1: and i also got started in, in speedrunning castle crashers as of late um. like i fought, i yeah, I'm starting to speedrun Castle Crashers and I talked to the moder- one of the moderators for the speedrunning community. And we both know a mutual person as well. So we're- so I'm trying to do a speedrun for normal mode, any percent. And so far, I hate myself.
0: <laughs> Why do you hate yourself? Be-
1: because there's this one level where it ruins all my runs. It's the industrial level with all the fencers, they just kill me in one shot. With the runs I'm going with, it's harder than Insane Mode, to be honest.
0: So, will we be watching you do a speed run on your Twitch channel at some point?
1: I actually got, did a, t- a first test run. It felt in, it felt spectacularly. But oh, but it's but from my last stream with it, a few people actually said that I'm doing. I'm actually doing very much better than the rest of the people so far on their first attempt.
0: That's good. Congratulations. That's that's really good.
1: I still need a I have still yet to complete the run properly though. Because it is really hard to go to beat it in a fast time, let alone sub two hours. Well here's a question are you doing it by yourself or do you have like partners? I have to do for this run, I have to do it by myself. There's actually a category for four people for so speed run. There's actually a category for it well if you ever do the four if you ever do the four category like a four player speed run let me know and i'll probably help out it is so it's really hard i'm telling you right now i need people i need people to do local play and who actually know how to play the game you need professionals to help you out with this one yes uh, i need professionals
0: okay I can't. okay I, I can't complain about that but i, I wouldn't yeah. to any amateurs either so it's all good
1: yeah, the thing is, um, I because I recently completed an insane mode run, and I'm actually looking for, and I'm actually working with another player to find out like what's the most optimal way. And we, I found out we have an invisibility glitch to work with, so I'm going to start incorporating that in my insane mode runs.
0: So, so okay, here's my question before uh, we go further. My question to you is, when it comes to the speedrun community, does speedrun community try to find glitches to help them get through a game?
1: Absolutely, they Fight will sometimes. Yeah, there's actually they'll all, they'll do a casual run first, and then look for exploits they could do, and then you incorporate that into their strategy and routing. So there's two there's two parts to it. First, you need the tools, know exactly what you can do, and uh, and the techniques involved with it. And the second one is routing, like what uh, where should you should go at this particular moment.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Alright, well, good. well so, good to know that now. Yeah, so and I actually been talking to the speedrun community for quite a while but never disinvolved involved with it until now.
0: Mm, cool. What's what's good, dude? That's really good.
1: Yeah, I I hope that I could I hope that I could get a decent time and hopefully hopefully make my skills worthy of AGDQ. It's going to be hard, but I'm going to do my best for it.
0: Well, Pro- again, if you if you need any help, like okay, I'm not that big on the speed running. Like I'm pretty sure two scoops or like Beijing ba- Sen are good. As, as are, long as you give
1: nice me moral support. support. Yeah, we'll give
0: you moral as support. L- we'll give you as much moral support and as much rent or monsters that you need. So we got you.
1: Yeah, as long as you just give me moral support, I'll be fine.
0: Anyway, so for me uh as i said um uh, i'd start of the podcast i went to Frankensons uh today because well as we're recording this on a saturday so i went to Sons today and uh, it was it was really cool i've never gone to a collectible show before and this one was for the um the southern california retro gaming expo and my roommate, uh, told me about it, like, a week or two before, and I bought my ticket on Thursday, using Eventbrite, I got a discount, because, uh, some YouTubers I watch that are giving out discounts on their channel, and so we went, um, I bought a boatload of comic books, like, I tried to complete my Power Rangers comic book collection, uh, just, and continue reading them, uh, I got to issue seven, no, issue 17 of the Power, the Boom Studios Power Rangers comic book series, that's written by, um, uh, kyle higgins who if you guys haven't read any of the uh boom power ranger comic books they're they are very very good like it's baffling how amazing this power ranger comic book is it's written by a uh, kyle higgins he's the uh lead writer of the series so far and let me put it like this if you have not watched like comics Explainer or comic historian they will all tell you this ain't Joe, yo- this ain't the Power Rangers you grew up with like it may be the Power Rangers you grew up with because it has the same characters uh, and stuff like that but the stakes are a lot more higher and there's a lot more stuff that happens in and outside of you know just being a Power Ranger like I've had a great time arena uh, and I've easily said that image comic books and boom studios comic books really honestly took 2017 as being two of the best comic book uh uh companies out right now like honestly i think they over i think they outdid marvel and dc combined like and i think the whole thing is because of the fact that we're in like the marvel and dc bubble so hard we tend to forget the other comic book studios the, are out there
2: the
1: third parties uh, the the ones that uh, the third party ones right
0: yeah like dark horse boom studios
1: I, uh, idw image and stuff like that
0: like these guys do really good work and I want to support them more so hence the reason why I'm like I want to continue reading power rangers comic books and I don't want do to like read comics online I actually want to buy and support them by giving them profit so what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be uh, trying to find the rest of the comic book series because at this point I'm pretty sure volume one of the po- boom studio Rangers comic book is available but I want to get all the paperback comics like I want all the like the single issues and stuff like that uh also i speaking of marvel i did go and buy the iron man uh, not iron man the uh iron fist power man comic book series that has been going on because i love iron fist and i love uh, luke cage and i they're two of my favorite characters and when you put them together you have you will have a good time so i got those comic books as well i also got a few movies while i was there uh, I bought Logan on Blu-ray. I bought Furious 7 for my, brother, for my brother-in-law my brother and my sister um, because the copy they gave me was all scratched up and I tried watching that movie so I can get in on time to watch Fade the Furious, but their copy sucked. So I bought another one, it was like five bucks there. I also bought LA Confidential, which is honestly one of my favorite movies of all time because it truly pays Homage to all like film noir movies of the 50s and 60s. Like, if you have not watched LA Confidential yet, you are in for a treat. It stars Guy Pierce, Russell Crowe, Dane DeVito, um, Kevin Spacey, pre crisis Kevin Spacey, and um, that blonde chick from the Batman, the Tim Burton Batman movie, the chick who played Vicki Vale. And then I also got um, Dread, the new Judge Dread movie that came out a few years ago. Um, because I have not seen it and I've been told it's very, very good, so I bought it on Blu-ray, I think it was like seven bucks. And then when I got to the Gaming Expo itself, because for Franken Sons, there's all that stuff and then there's the Gaming Expo. I bought Star Ocean, a two-disc collector's edition of Star Ocean, which disc two has the director's cut of Star Ocean. Uh, it's the Star Ocean game till the end of time for PlayStation 2. It cost me $20. And then I bought Donkey Kong it's,
1: it's a good game, by the way. Yeah, it's I- It's really good. I highly recommend it. I
0: cannot- Honestly, I want that's, I want to play it. I really do. Like, I cannot wait to I, play by it. By the way,
1: I actually check out my copy of it. It's also Director's Edition. Nice. Surprisingly. Yeah, so and, I got the best version. And
0: then I also bought Donkey Kong Country on the Super Nintendo for my coworker, because last night I went to my coworker's apartment after we went to Oak Tree, which is the gun range uh, near uh, Valencia, and um, you
1: sh- you're gonna be frustrated with the game, I'm telling you right well, now. Well,
0: I beat Donkey Kong Country. He doesn't own the game, so I bought it for him. So I'm like, if you have a Super Nintendo, dude, you cannot not, you cannot not have Donkey Kong Country. So I got it for, it was like, it, it was like $25. No, was it $25. Yeah, it was like around 25 bucks.
1: Wow, that's cheap. Fish, well, for what it is. That's relatively cheap for what it is. Hey,
0: hey man, it's, it's supposedly it's a, like, like a flea market. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a, there was another expo going on in Pomona City, which was legit a giant flea market for video games and stuff like that. So, and I, likely or not, my roommate and I, we're planning on going to Portland next year because the biggest flea market in the in the United States happens in Portland, and we want to go. We're totally going to go out there and stuff like that. And then I also met up, I met some uh, YouTubers. I met I met up with uh, black Angry Black Nerd, or Black uh, black Nerd Comedy, as he's now known. And as always, he's a really cool guy. I love Angry Black Nerd. I have met, I have known that dude since 2014, because I met him at WonderCon. And then I saw, him, and then throughout that time, I pretty much saw him at I, almost every co- convention I've been to, uh, LA Comic Con, Anime Expo, San Diego Comic Con, uh, E3, and stuff like that. I've always seen him there. It's like, he's... It's like you can you can never not see him, and it's always great. Uh, and then what I did not know was a oh, angry video game that was there as well, uh, and gaming historian at Pat the NES Punk. My uh, my roommate actually bought Pat the, the NES Punk's uh, new book that he just recently written, and apparently it's really good. So i might borrow it from him when he's done reading it. Um, I also met Matt McMuscles from Super Best Friends. And the first thing I said to, uh, to him when I finally met him was, "Let me get this straight. Let me get this one. Let me get this perfectly clear. Evil Zone is not that bad of a game, bro. It's not that bad of a game." And we, and he's like, "Okay, okay." I'm like, "Don't be wrong. The game is not aged well. And it's a, it plays a bit clunky. It 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 lacks the moisture. But it's still not a bad game, right?" And I talked to him. About, like, I told him about like I I watched his show since 2011, 2012 when I was like 15, 16 years old, and stuff like that. And he was a really cool guy. And I told him like, I, and I told him this, and this is not this is no BS. Um, he used to do a show called Scrub Lords or um on his channel where they play a bunch of bad fight games. Then he made it into Saturday Morning Scrub Lords when he was doing Fisticuffs, Friday Night Fisticuffs. The scrub part of that, uh, the scrub part of that name, Scrub Lords. I told him, "You're, you pretty much inspired me to make the podcast that I have right now. Instead of Scrub Lords, it's Scrub Club." And I told his wife about it too. And he's like, "Okay, cool. So we'll let, our, we'll let our lawyers know. and You'll be getting a cease and desist, and you in, in your mail soon, uh, soon." I'm like, "All right, cool. I'm happy for that, right?" <laughs> and so I got a picture with him and everything like that so it was really cool i enjoyed it um overall it was a great experience uh i will t- i am totally i'm down to go again if they have another expo like that i'm i'm probably gonna go again and if y'all want y'all can all roll with me so two scoops and x-force and um mr Gotcha top 15 who currently is not here because he's at work right now like all y'all want to go i'll let just let me know all right Overall, though, it was great. And then this whole week was nothing but me playing betas, which is actually our opening discussion. Now let's get into the podcast itself. Uh, so the Dragon Ball Z beta was out uh, this week. Myself and x okay. 88 got our hands on it. So X-Force, with your experience, what did you think of the, uh, po- uh, the beta itself?
1: Well, the beta itself, um, I got a few matches in. The the people I'm playing with, uh, not a good, not the best experience. They just uh, they just quit, uh, they just quit immediately, sadly. But in terms of the actual feel of it, I feel it, I feel it, uh, iffy about it because of the auto combos. Personally, it's so easy to auto combo. I, I and, I
0: find and it, they have I a mean...
1: universal, and they also have a universal cross-up option to work with. Excellent. However the destructive fish they're flashy as hell though they're really flashy and i like it
0: i would say this like i, I don't know why you say it's a lot easier to do like auto auto combos because when i was playing i i, I couldn't auto combo it didn't auto combo on my end
1: really now yeah so i it. Uh, i thought it you just smash square and you're good to go
0: well you can smash. well it's not just square you can sma- you because i because i did the tutorial and you can smash square circle uh, uh, triangle than X the and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, and then you get the auto combo going, and like it even automatically lets you do the the supers. Like what?
0: Well, yeah. Well, okay. To be fair, in, in the game's defense, Persona Four Arena did the exact same thing, where you can just mash Square and it, it puts you into a super. So it's not really so. You want to play I just more, feel play iffy about system. it though, well, personally. Well that's the thing, like Arc system is notorious for this type of things. I mean guilty gear, persona, blaze blue, you just mash X or mash circle or whatever button and it's gonna auto combo so, for you.
1: surprisingly for for Blaze it's like there's not much auto combo. You have actually, actually you actually need to press some buttons, but I think it's just for a few characters though. You
0: obviously before, have to use Noelle.
1: Oh, Noel's uh, Noel's different though. That's super dry. Sh- not. All sh- sh- get down. Di- oh, not necessarily. Yes, her, she is. her auto combo is not safe at all.
0: Dude, Noel is cheap in Blaze
1: Blue. Okay, if you okay, if you have Central Fiction, look at mine. She is worse. Like all of her attacks are auto combos. Noel is only one button that's auto combo you still have to be very good with Noelle in overall because her drive sucks ass.
0: Uh, still, but you get what I mean though. Like, it's not just, not like, again, with Arc Systems, you're gonna have that. That's the, that's the type of game they want, uh, that, that they've attracted for so long. Like, it's a simple game to pick up, but it's hard as hell to master. And then once it gets into, like, the turn, like the Evo scene, you're gonna be dealing with like, Super Saiyan Tryhards and stuff like that.
1: With the va- with the like the two-button vanishes and stuff like that for easy cross-ups. Yeah. Oh god. And you could—I actually find it interesting that you have a everyone has a universal projectile. So that's kind of that's actually pretty interesting on the zoning department. That part interests me a lot, surprisingly.
0: Okay, but what'd you, what else? What else did you think about the game?
1: It looks nice. Looks really beautiful, actually.
0: Would you say this is one of the best-looking two D fighting games that has come out since Guilty Gear?
1: With no doubt, yeah. It's it's one of the most beautiful games out there, surprisingly.
0: Because uh, let's go. Because like honestly, like there, like you said, like there really, there really has not been a good solid two D fighting game that looked this crisp and this good since Guilty Gear XR came out like a year or two before. And,
1: I like, I like Guilty Gear. Yeah, you Gears. and I, yeah,
0: you and I both love Guilty Gear. Like when Guilty Gear came back, I'm like, are you serious? They're bringing Guilty Gear back? Because like Blaze Blue was initially supposed to be like the Guilty Gear killer, and I was like, and I think the problem with Guilty uh, with Blaze Blue was that Blaze Blue wanted it's... to be Guilty Gear so bad that it couldn't even find its footing. It couldn't, it didn't really have an identity up until when Guilty Gear came out. Then. When Guilty Gear came out, and when Blaze Blue made another game, you can clearly tell it found its own identity. Like it, it didn't have to go back to like, yeah, guys, but we're also the guys who made Guilty Gear. Now we made this game. And it plays just like Guilty Gear. It's like, no, we want a game. Like it's fine, but this, at
1: the same this time. thing with Blaze Blue is that you get put. If you don't know the tech, if you're not technical, you're you're gonna get punished so hard. It's unbelievable. It's like it doesn't matter what kind of mind games you have. You, you just if you don't know your combos you're dead pretty much it's the same factor Uh, that's that's the thing what that's the problem with blaze blue like everyone is broken in some way it's unbelievable and how should put it and it feels like Skullgirls. Uh, it feels like Skullgirls. No, it does
0: just not solid. feel like Skullgirls because for Blaze Blue, for Bla- no, you want to know why? Because at least with Blaze Blue, you can get out of a combo. Blaze Blue, like, yeah. And Skullgirls, that's true. You put someone in a combo and you continue the combo. That person might as well just put their controller down, just accept the butt kicking that they're going to take.
1: You want? You want battle me? Hell no.
0: Again? Anyway, so m- going back on. <laughs> so my, my last couple of questions. What do you think of the? My last couple of questions. What- Sorry.
1: What do you think about uh, what do you think about dbz anyway so i haven't heard your uh, your opinion on so, it
0: um i enjoyed the game and as i said during um while i was playing the beta it does remind me a lot of guilty gear blaze mood persona because of the way the uh gameplay is and, the, and how the uh game system works i do enjoy but i do like the fact that it it's pretty much dragon ball fan service when you look at it, which is not a bad, which is not a bad thing. If you if you grew up playing Dragon, if you grew up with Dragon Ball Z, and you played all the previous Dragon Ball Z games, like from the Super Nintendo days all the way to like now, then you would you should be accustomed to all the characters. And I do like the fact that they, like every character is unique in his or her own way. Like they don't play the, the same like every other like the rest of the characters, like,
1: except for Goku because Goku is a universal Ryu.
0: No, and, a, well, again. if that's a case then Vegeta's a universal ken, so...
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah. We, 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 honestly, we cannot just, com- we can't
0: continuously compare Dragon Ball Z with Street Fighter, okay? Because, like, it, it, the it same, feels a bit unfair.
1: Well, they're solo based characters. I mean, you have the you have a rushdown move, you have a DP, and you have a projectile.
0: Okay, but at the same time, look at Blaze Blue, Ragnar the Blood Edge, and, and um... K- Kusanagi.
1: He's a rushdown character. Yes,
0: but he's the he's the Ryu of the uh game series. Just like Soul Bad that's... Guy and, Kaz- uh, and and Kai. Yes, the they're Gear, yeah, they're both Ryu the Ryu and Ken, Ken of the series yeah, as but, well. But so you can't really just call everyone you can't really call Vegeta and Goku uh the go uh, the Ryu and Ken of the series because every fighting that's ever come out in the last thirty years is essentially. They're modeled
1: after Ken. them. Yeah, well, yes. My There's freaking, always two characters, but that's only for accessibility purposes, though. When you really think about it.
0: I know, but it's... Like, look at, um, what do you call it? Look at freaking, um. Uh, Ryu and Ken? No, not, no. Kyo and Iori from King of Fighters. Look at Terry and Andy from uh, Fatal Fury. Look at, um.
1: They're the reals of the series. Yeah. The, the Rio and Ken.
0: Yeah. Look at, um, Ryu Hayabusa <laughs> and, uh, Hayate from. General line, look at Nightmare and from Soul Calibur.
1: Oh, oh! <laughs> now, if you go into 3D fighting games, um, that uh, we can't. Scorpion really... Sub Zero. <laughs> okay, now, okay, now you're now you're getting there. But the problem is, if you compare the 3D fighting games, like the actual 3D where they actually make use of the Z uh, Z axis, then that's a different territory. We cannot use a real and Ken uh, comparison anymore at that point because we're entering a completely different territory that's true I was, but, um, yeah Even, i mean re- sake free and nightmare They play vastly differently from each other
0: i will say this i have the, my couple, the couple of issues i have about the beta and hopefully they do well it's just the beta so i understand like it, it's got like it's not the whole game like i would say what i would have wanted for the beta is i want a practice mode like if you gave me like a practice mode in the middle of a match like while another character while another, you're, um, the other player that you're about to fight is like picking his characters and stuff i kind of wish there was like a practice mode so that way you can like uh, no. practice and stuff like that
1: i re- i agree actually but not in a way you want it to be implemented i just want a practice mode in general especially when i'm waiting for a match particularly we can't do you know really I mean?
0: both ways. Like you're either gonna have a practice <laughs> mode in there. You're gonna have a, or you just have like a temporary practice mode while you're waiting for your opponent. Like they, like they've done like street
1: yeah. 5 and stuff. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I wanted to be implemented because because I was trying to wait for somebody and then train mode is also like, can I at least try out some of my characters at the very least, please? Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I got you. So my. Espe- Especially since we don't have training mode unlocked, at the very least practice mode would add, would help greatly figure out what characters do.
0: So my last question to you is, do you think the game will hold up for um, when it comes to fight for, for the fighting community? Do you think the game is gonna hold up like the rest? Of the
1: debatable. Thing? It's debatable because of the auto combos.
0: I think it will, because if that's the case, like, then Guilty Gear might as well just not be at EVO this year, which we already know is going to be there at EVO, so...
1: Dude, Guilty Gear does not have auto-combos. Yeah, but it plays the exact Except- same
0: way that Dragon Ball does. Like, again, keep in mind, Arc System uh, games makes a certain game for a certain, um, you know, demographic of uh, fighting game fans. So, likely or not, you will see... This game, I, I don't think...
1: It will see EVO, that's for sure, but... I'm not sure it's gonna hold up in a long term. Okay. Because when I think about it now. Because, now, not. if you need, if you, now if the skill ceiling is high, we may we may actually see it last for for a very long time. But as from what I could see, like we have easy banishes that could cause a mix-up game. It's very aerial heavy though, so that's the so that's the key aspect of Dragon Ball at the moment. It's the it's the aerial battles.
0: Well, yeah. Like just uh, keep in mind, Dragon Ball was built on aerial battles. So if you don't have aerial battles, then what's the point?
1: I'm just going to say straight up, in my personal opinion, this is my personal opinion. I don't think it's going to hold up, but in terms of looking at as a whole, like putting my bias aside, putting my own uh, personal uh, things aside, it's still debatable how long it'll uh, turn out. So, and and as much as you wanted to say that it will last for a very long time. It's just, I currently don't see it. Oh, happening. I'm not, I'm not exactly. saying it's
0: gonna last for a long time. I'm just saying, uh, do you think? It, I'm, well, my, my main question was, do you think it will hold up with the rest of the fighting games that are in the FGC? That's what I was asking.
1: If you're talking, if you're talking about that people that people will play it, definitely for sure. If if you're just talking about people just playing it for a while.
0: That's all. But, uh, two scoops, uh, I, I know you feel lonely. Uh, did you get the chance to play the uh, beta?
2: No, I haven't installed it yet. Okay. Same thing with Monster Hunter World.
0: Which I'm, I'm gonna actually get into right now. But, uh, so Monster Hunter World, did you get a chance to play it, um, X-Force?
1: No, I didn't. Plus, my sister did.
0: Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll just take the helm real quick. So, The Monster Hunter World beta is currently available right now. I think it's, I think it finishes tomorrow, if I'm right. I'm probably correct, Um, or I might be wrong, I'm not sure. But the uh, beta for Monster Hunter World is currently available right now. And I got the chance to play it with my brother. And you know what? As a a first timer in Monster Hunter, the game's not bad. I actually enjoyed it. I know what class I'm gonna pick when I uh, get the game on PC or PS4, who knows.
1: I'm gonna pick- I gonna pick a thief? No, I'm gonna pick the- that's I'm going to pick the tank tank. What the hell are you saying? I'm I going to pick the uh, bowman, <laughs> the great sword, oh, the okay. hammer.
0: Never mind. I was about to say that I kind of won the race. No, I'm going to pick the, uh, the gun. I'm going to pick the person who has the gun, like the, the, the giant long gun. That the oh,
1: oh, oh, never never mind. I, I, If you're talking about it, I was thinking it was a this yeah. uh, pistols, but it's like, if it's a long rifle, it's like, isn't that overlapping with the archer?
2: No. Bowgunner I can't remember the name of the
0: oh, weapon gosh. that I was using for the beta but uh, it like it had like different sets of ammo like, I'm going
1: to say str- I'm going to say straight up the people will universally use the great sword because it could do almost everything and it'll be fine
2: Okay Bowgunner the class you were using was bowgunner Bo- Bo- gunner, thank you thank you uh Scoot. yeah uh in
0: th- 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 that one cuz I actually like, I, I like to do, I like to like distract and use like big guns and stuff like that. And I and I actually, it helped when we were taking, when I was playing like, the harder difficulty missions in the beta, so it really did help a lot. So that class, are already no grabbed.
2: Were you playing with your brother?
0: Uh, my brother went first, he did single player. When he was done, I played multiplayer.
2: Okay, that's the thing. Boca, by the way, um,
1: <sighs> uh, uh, By the right, way, we should move on to the next topic. Alright, we will, but oh, wait, we ended up two
0: scoops. Two scoops, what were you trying to say about the bow gunner?
2: It's a multiplayer class, I'm just letting you know. And to anyone listening, the bow gunner is best for multiplayer. Because if you're trying to solo the match, you're not going to be able to make it with just the bow gunner. Because you're going to get swamped. Your armor is like half strength compared to a blade master. Challenge so accepted. Yeah, you if you're can good enough for a bow gunner, go right ahead. That's not something that I suggest going solo with.
0: All right, yeah. All right, so so.
2: that's called challenge accepted. Oh my
0: god. All right, so we'll we'll get our final piece of discussion is well, um, this is a bit serious because it does affect a couple of us in the in the squad. So for those y'all who don't know what happened this week, Bitcoin stocks plummeted like faster than uh, George Bush's approval ratings back in 04. So, um,
1: Wait, you're saying it's stocks instead of currency? Yeah, the price, stock, the currency, the price, of the
0: it, pricing, actually. the pricing of it uh just plummeted like hard. And
1: um, and well, like negative a x square. Like negative x square plummet?
0: No, not negative x square plummet. Like, like, let me put it like this. I have um some of that stuff. I have uh uh cryptocurrency in my account on Blue Trade. And I noticed that, like, my money went down by, like, by 50, 50 to $80. So, I'm like, oh, hell no. So I'm, I, was, I, was, I was really scared. I was trying to get my money out. But thankfully, as of right now, the, the um, pricing went back up. So, it's going to be okay for right now. But uh, for, those of y'all who are, for those of y'all who are into it. I
1: really don't trust
0: it. I know. But for those of y'all who are into it just be aware of what's going on like it, it, it's pretty serious don't be wrong like unless if you have built your if you have built like your life on this and like where you are, you are making good money like let's say 100k doing like uh bitcoin mining and stuff like that just be aware of what's going on like don't 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 be hot shot don't be top gunning that crap so but um x-force what, what's your take on it real
2: quick before we move
1: well, volatile. I'm just going to show you straight up, people are putting false uh, promises on it and it's just going to balloon up and then as soon as this crashes, everyone's going to be affected. They're, treat- they're not treating it like currency. And the only way you would treat it like currency is if you are making purchases in the dark web. The dark webs? Yeah, the dark web. Dark webs.
0: Uh, that, question, in the dark webs, does, Do Mar- does Dormammu Darknet is, I mean Jesus is, Christ. Can I talk to Dormammu? Will he
1: will, can I bargain with Dormammu? That's the case. No. Aww. Okay. But anyways, uh but anyways, use those the, the only practical use is from, is pretty much in the in the dark net. Now now the problem is everyone else is treating Bitcoin as a stock as a stock good so like and not as an actual currency well yeah people are buying like because people
0: like wasn't there like stories like people like buying like kfc with bitcoins in canada
1: (sighs) i think that's because they accepted it but the pro the government really does not like the uh, if i remember correctly some of the governments do not like uh cryptocurrency because it because it's very volatile at the moment for, and I could see it, and this is why people, and this is why people just treat it like stocks not act, not as an actual exchange of goods what can you do uh,
0: the goal, learn how to learn how to do it correctly that's what you can
1: do it's not gonna happen people are greedy and it's called trage- uh, the tragedy the uh, the tragedy of the commons so They'll just hoard-
0: here's a question do
1: you think here's, here's, here's an actual question do you think bitcoins will stay? Uh, will, will last? Not in a good way. It will, but not in a not in a good way, though. All right,
0: just just want to know because, like, I'm new to it, so I I and, I and I'm taking my time to understand what's going on with it. So, like, mm-hmm. th- th- when I when it happened, I'm like, oh crap and Mr. gacha 15 he also does uh cryptocurrency too like we're both fairly new to it and we're trying to understand a little bit more so as long and with this like this does help us understand what we're getting ourselves involved in so it's all right now and hopefully there's not going to be like any like cryptocurrency mafia members coming after us or something like that like like, it's not going to happen it
1: the mafia is not going to come after you. if anything the mafia is pretty much they pretty much have all um, the powers are pretty much very limited the same thing with the yakuza's and all the game all the games ga- okay, I, I think we might
0: not talk we, i think we might not talk about those but, but yeah so overall guys just be careful with cryptocurrency um treat with some respect Puts respect on its name or you're gonna lose a lot of money so moving on to gaming news and it's not and again this week was pretty short but however the biggest news that happened this week was the nintendo labo Labo, or whatever the hell is this to be called so the Nintendo um, released a new trailer for for this thing called the Nintendo Lava, which is a bunch of, like, you know, cardboard-based things. But when you put your uh, Joy-Con inside of it, the uh, cardboard box can actually move. So you can make, like, stick men and, like, cars and stuff like that. Just uh, plug your joycon into that cardboard box and bam it starts moving and you can make uh, robots and stuff like that with it so what nintendo apparently is doing it's going the raspberry pi route if for those of you who don't know what a raspberry pi is think of it as like a little like hard drive or like a little computer but you can make
1: it's it, not a hard drive it's I, a compu- I, It's actually it's, it's actually a computer architecture to work so with i did
0: say computer i said like i didn't so, mean hard drive I said computer i didn't mean to say hard drive yeah it's a little computer that you can, like, make and like, use to make make other cool stuff. Like, you can make robots with it, you can make, um, um, like, whole new hardware and stuff, uh, like, blueprints and stuff like that, and you can even put emulators on it.
1: Let's put it this way. It's a programmable, it's a programmable hardware that you can, uh, that you can make anything with. Yeah,
0: and, and Nintendo, honestly, at this point, embracing it, and you know what? Good it's, for them. Good on them.
1: It's... I don't see it as a raspberry Pi, but more so like a little toy, a lot, using the Switch as more of a toy at this point. Well, and if you really think about it, if you really think about it, they're selling you cardboard.
0: Yeah, but you can make stuff with the cardboard. They're just selling cardboard like of what nintendo is trying to do nintendo wants to be like the this is pretty much their answer to like a new generation of legos like and this is honestly being marketed more to children which i have no problem with i have no problem with that at all my i what i will say is this i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sell nintendo short but i'm not gonna like sing their name to like the to the highest praise like i'm i want to know more about what's going on
1: it's an I see it more as another tech demo, uh, demonstrating their HD rumble, actually, even further. They're, they're, and if, if you're able to control the HD rumble in such a precise way, then I actually consider that very impressive, personally. You that said you can HD be rumble? that... Yes. Really. Yeah. They actually have that technology in there, which is the reason why Senran Kagura is even in the Switch platform in the first place. Of course, Senran Kagura.
0: <laughs> hey,
1: it's a good series. I'm
0: not, you know, like what? this. Hey, man, I'm not, we will not discuss Senran Kagura again because I we. we uh, it's, I understand it's a good game. I understand it's a
1: good game. I'm not. I'm not saying... It's a good series. It's a great series. If you pass, if you get past the fan service, it's very good. If you're off topic. You
0: know what's really funny on a Fun on Funimation's um. On the Funimation uh, page on the PS4, like when you when you download the app for Funimation and watch anime and stuff, there is a genre on Funimation called fan service. It's hilarious. Like they actually do make fun of people with, with the fans who are part of the fan service community. So uh, shout out Funimation. Yeah. Um, but two scoops. What's your take on the Nintendo Labo?
2: It's less. It's less of them selling the because you can still get the instructions just build it with your own cardboard it's also kind of a lot like the Rob play now the Rob system this is just more for fun it's toys it's, it's something that really excels what Nintendo's whole thing is about towards it's the family console and they're really doing well with the switch
0: they're doing extraordinary well with the switch and Honestly, like I know that a lot of hardcore gamers do not understand why they're doing this with the lava. But uh, at the same time, which I can I can understand their take. But at the same time, like again, like what Two Scoops had said, what I've said, this is for kids. Like can't really be mad about that. Like don't be wrong. Would I want my kids to play Legos instead of that? Yeah, of course. But who knows if Legos are still gonna be around like a t- 10, 20 years from now? Like when I'm when I'm in my 30s. I don't even know if they, if freaking LEGO's still gonna be around. So this is a good stepping stone. I, I just want to see more for what they're going to do. Like I can't, uh, I can't really I, make a judgment call on I, that yet.
1: I'm going to say it straight up. To a t- t- level, despite, even though I see it more as a toy, it's, I will actually want to see how far they're going to take the technol- uh, take existing technology and, and put it into a new context. This is my curiosity.
0: Well, if if we you make giant uh, cardboard robot, then that would be pretty
1: dope. All right. All right, and we're gonna move. And with that said, we're gonna move on to Dark Souls Remaster for the Switch.
0: Yes, and you know what? Two scoops and X Force. Why don't you guys take the mantle and talk a little bit more on the Dark Souls uh, Remaster, real quick?
1: Uh, I don't
0: know much about it personally. All right, two scoops does though. Two scoops. Uh, Give us a take on the Dark Souls remastered. What are we going to see with the Nintendo Switch version of Dark Souls?
2: Well, I don't know the full details about the Switch version. I understand that the lower processing power that the Switch has, it's probably going to be running at 30 FPS instead of the higher-end 60 people will have on PS4 and the Xbox One, but I do understand that there's not going to be cross-platform connectivity. Because you can't play on your PS4 and then play with a different Switch. You can still have, on the same platform, you know, they're going to update the graphics. I'm pretty sure they're going to update all the bugs and everything as well, you know. I'm, but for the full details, I don't
0: Yeah, I would say this. Like I, I may not be a, a big Dark Souls fan, but at the same time, I kind of feel as if, you know... They could have done cross multiplayer in my opinion they think they, they, they could they should embrace break start uh, cross multiplayer for dark souls i think that would be a great idea especially if you're playing with other people who have the other uh, who have remastered versions on the other platforms and stuff like that so it, it, it kind of sucks that it you we're not going to get cross multiplayer um, so my next but, question is, do you think there should be more games where you can cross, do you have cross multiplayer with other consoles and PC and stuff? That's just, our,
2: I'll go on. That's just too difficult to do, actually. I
1: disagree. It's actually pretty simple. But the problem, but now, but now we're going on the, uh, but now we're going on to implications. The reason why they want to keep it on their own platform is because they want to, they want more people to use their system. It's, it's that kind of logic. I mean, yes, it's better for the consumer for us to have cross-platform. In fact, I'm actually playing a game that has cross-platform, which is, for example, Dirt Four. Reasons why people don't want to do cross-platform: if someone is if someone is doing cross-platform, it's not it's no longer truly exclusive, and therefore, the uh, let's put an example is. Your friend is using an Xbox and your other friend is using a PS4. If there's cross platform, they don't have to buy a new system for each other. If they restrict the cross platform, the other person will have to buy another the console just to play with that and with another person. So we're talking so we're talking about brand loyalty at that point where the community is so from business standpoint it's bad for it's bad if you do cross platforming okay
0: so my 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 final question is um would you would you have wanted to see um for those for you two who because you two have probably played dark souls would you have i have not you haven't so two scoops would you have wanted to see crap like cross multiplayer for dark souls
2: Eh, I'm not partial towards it, I don't really care either way. I'm fine with having, you know, the same console. Okay.
0: Well there you have it, so dark the Dark Souls remaster comes out soon, so be on the lookout for that. Now our last piece of uh, gaming news is, and this is where uh, My, our boy Mr. X-Force can take it from here. Overwatch League- What? Yeah, the Overwatch League and the newest map uh, to Overwatch is coming out with January 23rd. So, uh, X-Force, since you weren't here, last week to talk about a little bit more about the overwatch league why don't you explain to uh, the viewers at home what overwatch league is all about
1: overwatch league is where let's put to put it simply actually how can i how can i explain how can i explain overwatch league it's an it's an organized and this is gonna be rough but let's put it this way it's a it's an organized body that, that that's gonna make overwatch a sport that's the best way it's an organized sports uh organization if that makes any sense
0: so pretty much like you got teams from all over the world fighting
1: yeah is it it's it's like nba okay i can i have better definition for it it's a sports organization that uh, um, cater to uh, to those uh, to Overwatch as an eSport. That's the there we go. I got it down. And the, and they gather teams to, uh, and they pretty much form teams with, and with actual team owners to compete in the overwatch uh, to compete in the game of Overwatch. So we can have global as a and I could actually go into a little more detail on what to try and do. For the next season, they're gonna to try to get more uh, more Europeans in Asia to participate in it, like France and Japan, for, uh, as a, as an example. Also, but yeah, Japan, uh, but that's just, hypo- France for sure they're gonna to try to get, Japan is hypothetical. And, and they want it to be, their goal, The ultimate goal is to be, is to make a sport that's global and very inclusive, similar to the Olympics. That's their ultimate goal.
0: So they want to show... they want to make this like as big as big like eSports as possible.
1: Yes. As big as possible. And there's actually recent and you don't have this on a nose, but as of recently, XQC, a member of team uh, the Dallas Fuels, they pre much got suspended from over from the first four stages by, uh, by the Overwatch League rules Why? because he made, he did a misconduct of I'm uh, pretty much making uh, anti-homophobic uh, uh, comments, basically, against another player, uh, against another player from uh, from of the Overwatch League. Oh, cool. At yeah, like uh, not a uh, it's not, a, and of course he didn't mean it. That it's not it has no malicious intent with it, but it's the way he sees it. He got he got a four-stage ban on it from the Overwatch League, but the team itself. Which is the Dallas Fuels? They pretty much banned him from doing the entire first stage at, uh, uh, entirely. That sucks. Well, they want to, the thing is it's most of the players are young, so they don't know much about professional sports in general. At least that's the logic behind it. So by setting an example with XQC, they pretty much set the tone of how players should behave in general. And that's gonna and that's gonna hopefully make the Overwatch League be taken much more seriously as a serious sport.
0: If it already wasn't, if it already wasn't being taken seriously for, for, to begin with. So
1: yeah, they want to be they basically they want it to be as professional as they could possibly get. And honestly, they're doing a lot better than than the NFL, to be honest. Well, mean, anyway, anything
0: can be. Oh, doing
1: better than the NFL, so that's not really, <laughs> that's not really saying much. What about the NBC, uh, what about the NB, NBL? There you we go. the NBA? Yes, thank you. you need the NBA. need the... <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a, I know there's a hockey league and such in general. That's, but NHL, that's going on. Off... The NHL, thank you. <sighs> But anyways, um, in general though, in general though, they're trying to make themselves as professional as possible in Overwatch League and as inclusive as possible with uh, with different teams around the world. All right
0: then, two scoops. What's your thoughts on Overwatch
2: League? Hey, I'm not really following this. I don't know. cause Rip. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just not.
0: You're just I just some yeah, you're, you're just not into the Overwatch League. I got you, I got you.
2: Well the blind Overwatch over watch, well, fu- like playing Hey. I like playing Overwatch, but I'm not gonna get into it. Oh
0: that's understandable. I'm not I'm not into the competitive scene either. I, I know I know X Force likes to do the competitive multiplayer, which is no problem.
1: I don't play I don't play competitive.
0: I thought you did. I never don't do
1: I, I don't sometimes? play competitive. No. Okay. I'd rather just take it easy in there. But I do want to learn how to I do want to learn here and there. So it's nice to see, like, what can you do with the character.
0: Okay, that's fine.
1: I'm more on an analytical part. Not, necess- not necessarily being actually good.
0: Yeah, well, good to know that now. But, yeah, uh, so uh, other than that, yeah, the finals to, um, to uh, Overwatch League will be happening next month. Uh, And Blizzard World, which is the newest map to Overwatch, where Akon pays homage to some Blizzard games, that will be out in a couple of days. So be on the lookout for that on PC, PS4, Xbox One. Now, moving on to the quick news. Uh, This is the segment where we just take the time to uh, talk about the things that have happened that we can't really go into full detail, or full discussions about. And the, uh, the quick news is actually gonna be very quick this week because there's only two things that have made the news um the tick oh, the tick and um double man uh,
1: cry- i thought you said something inappropriate
0: no i said the tick the tick and double man cry baby the tick is getting renewed for season two on amazon prime which i'm very excited for because the tick only lasted six episodes the first season because they know they're being picked up the show did so well that they finally renewed it for season two and season two should be out hopefully um this summer as well as double man Cry Baby is getting a season two which if you guys haven't listened to my our review of Scooks and myself's review of double man crybaby on soundcloud you should totally listen to it and you should totally watch the show it's it, it's a tearjerker i we, we will fairly admit that that
1: that i'll make you tear i'll make you spread some tears
0: Moving on, so to the movie, movie and TV news because we're not gonna we're gonna acknowledge we're not gonna acknowledge what X Force said because he's a weirdo. Uh, for and TV news, boy. So uh, again, as we said before, this was a very slow week when it comes to any news. The only three things that happened this week that were are actually were talking about. One of them is Tom McFarlane's Spawn will be uh, given a rated an R rating when the when the reboot comes out. McFarlane had talked about uh, the success of um, Logan and Deadpool and he also suggests that his movie would be different from the current wave of superhero movies he uh, mentioned uh, he mentioned that he didn't use uh, he didn't use to draw com- comic books and drew comic books and won awards he said when he was on the deadline but then he also said I don't know how to read music and I have a Grammy Award um which i did not know about i'm spending my own money so who cares if it doesn't work out it's a 10 million budget 10 million dollar budget movie and a studio which just got a 22 year old punk director i i just want to be the old punk director the old punk directing it so he is taking the helm and he's making sure the movie doesn't suck so um my question to you guys if you have read the spawn um comic books or if you read or if you saw the spawn movie that came out in 96 with michael jai white what are your thoughts on tom i McFarlane's- have
1: not i have no idea about it okay So sick. two
0: scoops what's your thoughts on tom mcfarlane's comments about uh the new spawn movie
2: well i saw the original Spawn. honestly i could see that it having an actual r rated having a stronger r rating because the last one was Hey. it's basically pg-13
1: with uh with our rating um, uh content yeah pretty much
2: i mean i enjoyed it but it's not really something that really says spawn
0: well yeah because you would you would think michael J. white in spawn would be dope but th- that moves straight trash and honestly i'm glad that michael jai white's career is still going because that move- Really, really bad. But uh like I i remember watching that movie as a kid and I thought that movie was great. It, it's it's like one of those things where it's like if you remember watching Batman and Robin, you think that's like one of the greatest movies ever made. And then when you finally turn 13, 14 years old, you watch it and you're like, what the hell was I thinking? Spawn was that type of movie. Don't get me wrong, Spawn's not that as bad as Batman. I'm not gonna say that it's as bad as Batman and Robin. It's not, it's got like compared to Batman and Robin, but it's at the same time it's still a really bad movie. So I'm not, I will say this, I'm not a big Spawn fan, I enjoy the, the, who, what the character is and stuff like that, and him being one like one of the most iconic black superheroes, like I have to give him that respect, so other than that, when the movie comes out, I, I'll I'll be the first one in line to see it, because I actually want to see what they can do with the R-rated movie, because dead, both Deadpool and Wolverine and kingsman if we're gonna go that far into it they pretty much set the tone for r rating r-rated comic book movies or r-rated adaptations of comic books so i would like to see that happen with spawn and hopefully hopefully this whoever studio is working on spawn doesn't screw it up anyways and so now next moving on to considering the fact that you two are big giant dc fanboys we're gonna be move. Um, you might enjoy this. So, the Flash movie is reportedly uh, is uh is reportedly being directed by the, the writers of Spider-Man: Homecoming. So what? Yeah, the the got the, they got the, the writers of Spider-Man: Homecoming will be directing the new Flash movie. This to be coming out like I think sometime next year. Like yeah, it's, or next year in April.
1: That's interesting. Uh, April or May. That's pretty so, interesting, honestly. Yeah
0: and according, and I'm reading this on GameSpot, uh, John Francis DeLay and Jonathan Goldstein are in talks to direct the Flashpoint movie. Be- oh, by the way, the flag, the solo Flash movie, is gonna be the Flashpoint Paradox movie. I'll explain that when we continue on. Um, they wrote the screenplay for Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, and, they, and in November of last year, it was reported that the Flashpoint movie was close to being greenlit the film had uh it's um it's been developmental hell since 2015 when it was announced um and yeah that's pretty much it 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 was confirmed that the flash the flashpoint trial was confirmed at san diego comic-con last year and uh it was a reference to the 2011 flashpoint uh flash comic book that pretty much reset the dc comic book universe and hence the reason why we had the new 52 So, uh, what are you guys' thoughts on this? First of all, did any of you guys even read the Flashpoint Paradox or watch the Flashpoint Paradox movie?
1: I have not, sadly.
2: I watched the movie at least. Alright,
0: you watched the movie. Did you watch the movie X-Force? I have not. Did you know about the comic book then? (sighs)
1: Sadly, no.
0: Do you want me to tell you? Alright, so before we get into it, I'll give you the premise of the the comic book. So, The Flash goes back to time to save his mama him saving his mama completely like jacks up the entire dc universe uh bruce wayne is not batman his father is like instead uh, bruce's parents die in the alley his father dies in the alley i don't know he uh, bruce dies in the alley his father becomes batman and his mama becomes joker uh wait what Cyborg, yeah his mom becomes a joker and that- his dad becomes batman
1: this this is an alternate universe in this case. Yes, this is an alternate
0: universe. Okay. and
2: Or alternate that, timeline. The Bat,
0: yeah, alternate timeline. Batman in that timeline carries guns and kills niggas. So he, he's already he's already my favorite version of Batman because this Batman has balls. Um. Flat. Um. Um. What do you call it? Green Lantern never comes to Earth and freaking uh how jordan tries to take out uh a sea monster that aquaman releases on the world because what happens is in this universe in this timeline flat uh green uh, on a green i keep what's that dude what's that nigga's name who can't who doesn't really have powers aquaman aquaman and wonder woman are at war with each other themaskarians and atlanteans are at war and they're it's they're pretty much on the verge of armageddon like one one next step from either either side will completely wipe out all of earth um uh, well, that's going on superman is being held up in uh, cadmus because or or some some science um joint because his his ship doesn't crash in smallville it actually crashes in metropolis and the government's holding him captive and everything like that and the flash doesn't exist in this universe and you find out from the reverse flash that because of what the flash did um, he completely altered the universe and well now and it's the reason why they're on the verge of doomsday and when the flash uh, resets time again by stopping himself from saving his mama it completely turns dc's universe upside down and completely resets dc which is the wa- which is why we have the new 52 uh the new 52 series up until dc rebirth it's a pretty dope comic book and if you don't want to read it the flashpoint paradox movie that you can probably find on netflix it's very very good like so jerking uh, good
1: ah uh, i see
0: so yeah and you i know you're a dc fan so like if you ever like so just you can find the Flashpoint Paradox uh, comic book at any comic book store, so I we highly recommend that you read it or watch it. Doesn't really matter. Uh, but Scoops, what is your thoughts on the Flashpoint movie? Like, what, what are your thoughts on them getting the Spider-Man: Homecoming writers to be the directors of the Flashpoint movie?
2: I never saw Homecoming.
0: You make me sick. Okay, about <laughs> this. What do you think of the What do you think of the idea of a Flashpoint movie? Before, before we're even given on origin story for the flash
2: i think it's ridiculous but i know they're gonna do it anyway all right now
0: and i mentioned earlier there's a reason why they're doing it and this might get a little we, we don't i don't want to go this route but because of what's going on in hollywood like with ben affleck specifically they're doing it so just in case ben affleck did get in trouble with certain things he used to do (laughs) <laughs> they have a way to reset dc and get a new batman in
1: well the, sim- so the thing Flash is uh, uh at Flash one point,
0: point is essentially their fail safe
1: but at one point uh, didn't marvel win didn't they have a bet where it's like if they if the and this with this is a direct battle with marvel versus cap uh, not Marvels cap uh, Marvel versus dc this, so they actually have a competition of whoever whoever wins keeps their universe, and whoever loses, uh, they uh, they had to destroy the universe. So, DC lost that. Long story short, DC lost that one, and they had to destroy the uh, their own DC universe. But they did a workaround, so they have multiple universes to work with.
0: I don't know. It's ridiculous, but the point the point of the matter is. Uh... Again, because uh, again, I'm, I'm to the one guy who I know who's gonna think I'm a Marvel fanboy, let me say this: I said this before, and I say this again. I do not hate DC. I just do not like the practices of Warner Brothers and their. Uh, and their uh, CEO is doing. I don't understand why they are deciding to do this. I don't understand why they want to do a Flashpoint movie even before they even make up the Flash's origin story and stuff like that. I don't know why because of the fact that Batman vs Superman was not even that good. They want they, their whole excuse was, oh, we're gonna we're gonna make sure everything is like not really canon after Justice League. Like, everyone, it's a different storyline every single time. Like no, yeah. no, you cannot change Ooh, the past. What? My nigga. What?
1: Wait. What? What is Disney or somebody owns? DC as well.
0: That's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen.
1: Why? Because it's not gonna happen. It's DC because
0: uh, D- D- Disney would not do that. Okay. What the they already
2: actually taken did? Over... What if
0: Disney's they did? already t- Look, let me put it like this. D- Disney's already taken over the world. So honestly, if it happens, it happens. But at the same time, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know how to feel if they were to do that. I I, I would not be looking forward to it. But why? Kevin Tsujihara, I because Kevin Stojichara who is the CEO of Warner Brothers. Everything this nigga touches, it pretty much becomes dust. Because Batman vs Superman was supposed to go and it didn't because he, he got in and it's like, no, I don't want it like this, and I want it like this. Suicide Squad, which a movie I actually do enjoy, I will say was in developmental hell and because of Kevin Tsuchihara, we have the awful editing, edited version of the movie that we have now. So, I'm gonna say it like this. I If they do this, DC better be prepared for consequences because there's going to be they're going to be pull, they're going to try their very best to try get out of the grade that they've dug but the damage has already been done. And that's all I have to say about that because cuz it's disappointing to watch DC do this to themselves because I really I, again I want DC to succeed and when they do really dumb practices like this it's ridiculous
1: it's called executive meddling you know how you know how those things work. oh yeah
0: i do oh yeah oh yeah look i'm looking at disney when I, when I went i looked at disney specifically when it comes to that because with the avengers age of ultron age of ultron could have been such a better movie but it wasn't like like I don't know i like uh age of ultron but i will fairly admit that movie could have been way better
1: oh well it we can't do
0: anyway. But yeah all right and then our last piece of news for today now this one hopefully y'all both have read this do you guys know a little story a little elseworld story called superman red sun
1: yeah i have not i don't know this one
0: superman red sun is an elseworld story where what if superman's ship did not land in smallville but landed in soviet russia and superman becomes the uh soviet union's most powerful weapon
1: oh shoot yeah
0: well bruce
1: oh god
0: yes bruce tim the head of dc animations and stuff like that like he's the reason why we have a lot of dc anime movies that we have today has said that he really wants to make help make the superman red sun adaptation um he talked about this uh during uh the talks about the new batman anime movie that came out um uh, called Gotham by Gaslight which is another Elseworlds story where Batman is trying to take out the um, Jack the Ripper um, so and Red Sun was written by Mark Miller and was um, illustrated by David Johnson and Killian uh, Pluckett so my question to you guys is would you guys want to see a Superman Red Sun movie uh, two scoops uh, you go first
2: yeah but well, Red Son was a good story I would really like it uh... I think Roots Tim at the helm won't be a good movie. It won't be bad.
0: Hopefully not as bad as Killing Joke. Um, X Force. Now, now that you know a little bit about the premise of Superman Red Sun, would you be interested in wanting to see it see it adapted into an animated film?
1: I'm actually curious now. Let's uh, let's go for it. No. I I want to see it, but now the real question is would others want to see it now
0: well if you're if you're hardcore dc fans like if you because if, or especially if you're hardcore disney uh not dc dc animated fans you i'm pretty sure everyone will like it like i would say like that there's only been one movie that dc is completely effed up on like dc animated movies i like, think completely effed up on and i will fairly admit that is batman the Killy joke batman the Killy joke is one of the worst movies that's ever been made like it's a god awful movie from start to finish and i will because that movie breaks the number one bro code you don't smash your best friend's daughter you just don't okay because that didn't even happen in the comic book so like the fact that
1: Wait, you wait, he smashed his best friend's. Okay, dog. let me no, no wait, let
0: me explain, let me explain, let me explain because I, no. I honestly, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna spoil it because I don't think that you, as a DC fan, I will be offended by this movie. Okay, and the first half of the killing joke, and they admitted this, they wanted to focus a little bit on Barbara Gordon Batgirl since the killing joke is the comic book in which Batgirl gets paralyzed. Well. In the comic book, in the comic book, um, they never did that, but in the movie, they did, which is fine. Batgirl is one of my favorite su- uh, female superheroes, but the first half of the movie is a like it—it's such a generic, cliched animated superhero movie in which you have like this like a
1: damsel in distress.
0: Y- yes, Batgirl is essentially the damsel in distress, and it's awful, and it like it—it it, it wants to have like this pseudo-feminist message like feminist agenda but they completely fail on that in every way shape and form and there's one scene that has pissed off every fan in which um batman is telling batgirl i want you off this case because she's dealing with they're dealing with like the sociopathic mob- mobster's son right and she's like i don't need you to tell me what to do i'm a serial just like you like, oh my God. and she fights batman <laughs> on top of the roof Mind you, Batman is a black belt in every single martial arts you can think of. And Batgirl what? does, like, kickboxing, right? She beats this nigga, gets on top of him, looks at him, and then makes out with him. And they what? they have sex on the roof. It gets worse. He fridges oh her. He fuck. fridges her. He fridges her. Like, by fridges her, I mean, like... He doesn't talk to her for days and kicks her off as being girl and stuff like that. Oh my, what? no, no, no. You, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna send the link to my review of The Killing Joke because I don't, look dude, I didn't wanna believe it either, but they did it. It's one of the worst movies you could you will ever watch. Like the second half, which is The Killing Joke, can't save that movie. It is an awful movie from start to finish. It is terrible, and I have said this before. Batman vs Superman: and Suicide Squad are gods compared to Killing Joke. Like I will, Batman vs Superman and the Suicide Squad movie are better movies than the Killing Joke. In retrospect, because oh at least in those movies, it does not it does not break the bro code. You do not have sex with your best friend's daughter. Because keep in mind. Bruce Wayne and James Gordon are best friends and Bruce Wayne just smashed his daughter.
1: More like the still it makes no sense that she would actually, that Bolson would even dare do it. It makes absolutely no sense regardless of how you put it. It pretty much much, uh, ruins their characters to some extent. I'm gonna put it like
0: this, X-Force. I'm hopefully we're gonna be friends to the end. If you have sex with my daughter, that's like that's like our friendship killer. Don't have sex with my daughter. I will kill you. And I expect- Why, you, and I would, expect, why would, and I would- I expect for you to say, do the same to me.
1: Okay? <sighs> You're welcome. Just think if I was like, no,
2: just no.
1: Matt,
0: oh Matt, here's a
1: question, God. two scoops. Did you ever watch
0: the Batman Killing Joke movie? Oh,
2: yep.
0: what'd you think oh. of the movie?
2: I didn't like it. So I thought it was stupid, but it seems only totally in line with Warner Brothers at the time. <laughs> it's not like this is their first demo idea when regards to animation. Wait, what do you think? Of, what, what
1: was their other demo? Oh, Teen Titans Go. Mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed a Teen Titans Go but it's not. For, but only by only if no, I don't. just see no, it by don't. itself no, and not don't. as a no, titan. No,
0: you don't. You, why are you lying to yourself like that? You do not enjoy that movie. That movie is terrible. I mean, I, I, this show is terrible.
1: Don't lie to yourself like that. The thing, the problem is, the jokes wear out very fast. That's a problem. Again, the show is terrible. Don't lie to yourself like that. I didn't say it's. Te- I didn't. Say- I'm not saying it's good. I just say I enjoy it. Hey, boy. And I already know shit. That's a key. Hey, you can like bad stuff, all right?
0: I know, but there are certain bad stuff you shouldn't like. And that's that's the type of that's that's something that's really bad that you should not like. Like by default, ba- Teen Titans Go is a god awful show.
1: Well, the thing is, it's trying to be too meta. You can have I a show that be, can be meta. You can
0: have a show that can be meta. Like Black Black Dynamite is a great meta show because it, it does it completely re- disregards the events of the
1: movies. Well, uh, uh, what about Deadpool though?
0: Deadpool on, on its own is a great meta movie as well because it disregards everything that happens in the X-Men movies and it actually makes fun of the fact that Fox decided to make two timelines. So it works as a whole um as well. yeah it is what it is so superman red sun okay yeah so if superman red sun does come out um likely or not uh we will all all the three of us will review it since i'm i'm like you know a modern dc fan and two scoops and x-force gamer are both avid dc fanboys so
1: i'm not a fanboy i just like dc stuff more than uh, more than marvel stuff dc
0: fanboy anyways
1: so... i'm not a, i'm not a dc fanboy dc fanboys uh, okay fanboys in general will just defend uh defender stuff to the ground with their very last breath of life
0: here's a question do you think batman can fight uh, freaking galactus from marvel
1: <laughs> batman versus galactus Yes. batman's mortal galactus will just freaking
0: kill him I'm making sure because a lot of DC fans are like, no, Batman will win because he's like the Batman and he knows everything and he would use his utility belt and he would use his supercomputer and he, of course that he, he because of the like, fact he is a, a detective and he's super rich, he can beat Galactus any moment. Galactus eats Earth or uh, eats worlds. Yes but to,
1: but and to, Batman and can he he, an he more. Like no, shut up. Go ahead. Continue. Let's put it this way. It- Let's put it this way. If Dormammu decides to invade the uh, the Batcave and, tra- and, and, and actually encounter Batman, Batman's dead, guaranteed. Exactly. Because he has no superpowers, and he's mortal. Simple as that. He's plain mortal and a normal human.
0: I, I Yeah, but don't don't ever say that to any Batman fan because they will get super mad at you about that. I
1: don't care about the fans. Good
0: job. You're you're learning. You're learning X Force. I, I, I like what my no. Nigga, uh, I like when dude. You really I, I like what my niggas grow. Dude, you already grow.
1: know I don't give I don't give a crap. You already know that. Like if something is bad, I will say it straight up. It's bad.
0: Like I said, I like when my niggas grow. So good job, man. You get a cookie.
1: I've been like this. What are you talking <laughs> about? Come on, man.
0: Anyways um all right guys so any final thoughts because um we get real um i think we can talk about it oh wow that's
1: this is sexy before we end
0: ew nigga all right before we end we we're going to talk about our closing discussion that we wanted to discuss last week uh it's expansion packs versus dlc now the reason why uh, we bring this up is because uh, X Force, and myself, and uh, Exiled Oreo, we had a good and uh, Mr. Fifteen. We had a good conversation about the difference between expansions and DLCs. And uh, Exiled, I remember you asked, would I want to buy an eighty dollars ga- base game? And I told you, hell no, I wouldn't. This is when we were. I was playing Cuphead, if you remember. So. Oh, that time. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so would you? Here's my question: Would you want to buy an $80 base game that has nothing on it?
1: If it has nothing on it? Yeah. No. Good. It's all you need to know. But um. That's if you're talking about from a literal sense, nothing on it. Hell no.
0: But yeah, but like, but uh, as as we're c- continuing, uh, X Force, would you like to shed light on the difference between the uh, expansion pack versus DLC?
1: Oh boy, this is going to uh. No, just give us a oh gist.
0: gist, just give us a gist, just give us a gist, give us the gist
1: of it. Okay. I'm going to go with the core parts. Expansions pack, that as what it says, expan- it expands the content to some extent, like this, where it could be story or or something else. It's It'll be more co- in context with the story itself. DLCs, they're, as the name says, they're just downloadable content. It could be anything, like a cosmetic pack or, or some fancy new item. It really, really, but that's just. But I'm just putting it in broad strokes. An expansion is a DLC, though.
0: Yes, but to a certain extent, really. I mean, it is, but it also isn't.
1: Not really. It is a DLC, but it serves a completely different purpose where it expands on to the, uh, to the story's universe.
0: Yeah. Makes it, sense? Yes, it does. So, but like, like, do you, would you consider, cause a lot of people like to like compare DLT to expansion packs, like, especially with like games like Destiny and stuff like that, which is, isn't really an MMO, but it plays like an MMO and people like say, It oh, yeah, is, this is an expansion. Uh,
1: wrong. Destiny is an MMO. Actually. How is it an MMO? because you're interacting with players you have uh, you're interacting with other players to do, uh, to do common goals. like if you have a hub and you have different players uh, gathered in one single area and it has a little driving marketplace like in real life like a real life bazaar and a market is is an MMO yeah but at
0: the same time keep like on, that's keep that's in mind. a
1: definitive MMO that's definitive MMO like without a doubt
0: keep in mind Bungie had uh, strictly said that this was not MMO when the first game came
1: out. But the problem is the way they set up is an MMO, though. That's a problem.
0: But they also said that it's not MMO. So what would you say about that?
1: <sighs> Screw that. S- <sighs> even though they say it's not MMO, with the with the ingredients they have in there, like what constitutes as an MMO, it's it's pretty much an MMO at that point. In fact, at its core, it's an MMORPG, even though it's a first-person shooter all right that
0: well here's a question two skips what's your thought or process would you consider destiny an mmo
2: yeah okay why so i don't know i have the mmo feel to it you know you have multiple quest lines interacting with players it may be a first person shooter but you're playing as a more customizable character performing certain uh forming certain quests
0: Alright then um but alright. so here's another question like um now would you consider like cosmetics and stuff like that to be an expansion pack as well
1: x-force no no it will because it doesn't add to the universe it doesn't add to the universe of the story of the story is it it doesn't add to the game's universe because it's simply just what it is—cosmetic. It may have some flavor text in it, but overall, it doesn't add to the story. <laughs> okay. Makes sense.
0: Yeah, it does make sense. So, I, 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 I bring—I want to bring this up because like some people do confuse DLC with expansions. Um,
1: no, actually, you... You, expansions are DLC, but expansions are fundamental. Uh, deliver fundamentally different. They, they offer something fundamentally different than uh, than what other DLCs would offer.
0: <laughs> but yeah, like the core game itself. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, um. Also, my my last question is, if that's the case, like wait, um. Would you consider fighting games that have expansion packs as well? Like with with the re- with um, Street Fighter V K Edition coming out and stuff. Would you consider that to be an expansion pack to the first game, the first the Vanilla Street Fighter V?
1: I can't really say for sure. I I legitimately cannot say it for sure because I don't own Street Fighter V. Now, if it adds on, if it adds something to the story, then yes, it will be an expansion it it'll be an expansion if it adds to the story i think a better example would be Re- uh, exert to revelator and revelator to Rev 2 because they actually add they, they actually add to the story of it even though even those are just even though we can technically call it an upgrade
0: all right uh, well i think that's, i think that's pretty much it i just i just want to knit this in a bud i'm like a DLC and expan- expansion packs. Is, again, there are some people who think like cosmetics and like skins and stuff are, are like an expansion pack. Like, no, it's not. Like, if if, if it doesn't change the dress, dr- drastically change the way the game is played or how the story is told, then likely or not. That's not an expansion pack. So it yeah. needs
1: it needs to affect the it needs to be it needs to affect the universe to some extent.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Alright, with all that being said,
1: are there any final
0: thoughts, guys, that you guys want to talk, discuss real quick? Two scoops? No. no? X-Force? Nah. Alright then, well, that is it for uh, episode 14 of the Scrub Club Podcast. that you guys for joining uh As always, we do these uh, on Twitch.tv so if you would like to be part of discussion at any moment at any time during the podcast be sure to follow here on twitch.tv slash reckless fox that being said we're gonna go around miss two Skits, what is your closing statements for episode 14 of the scrub club podcast go don't have any all righty then <laughs> and mr x-force gamer 88 what is your closing statement on this tonight's episode of the gaming uh the game uh the struggle gaming podcast go this is lame
1: this is so lame Mama,
0: and my closing statement. For the game of Illumina- oh, no, not the game Illuminati Oh my God, I'm, I'm getting I'm, wow. I'm, I'm getting podcast <laughs> wow. mixed up. I'm getting podcast mixed up. My bad. And my closing You're statement for lame. My, show Like
1: I said, this is so lame.
0: And and my closing statement for tonight's episode of Scroll Club podcast is: Thank you guys very much for tuning in. We much appreciate it as always. Thank you guys for your, uh, always supporting us. Uh, if you, as always, if you guys would like get a hold of us you can always email us at scrub club gaming bookings at gmail.com that's scrub club gaming bookings at gmail.com you can also find us on facebook at facebook.com slash club gaming you can find us on Twitter at scrub club gaming and you can find us at YouTube at Scrub Gaming if you would like and follow us on SoundCloud and the Google Play Store if you want to get a little one-on-one time with us you can find me on, on Reckless Fox on Twitter and Instagram at the Reckless underscore Fox You can find me on YouTube just type in Reckless underscore Fox and you can find me on Twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox uh, X-Force Gamer 88 where can they find you?
1: Uh, they can find me on Twitch.tv slash X-Force Gamer 88
0: Alright, two scoops where can they find you?
2: lexington34 at twitter.com capital L zero
0: alrighty then so thank you guys very much uh, for tuning in um, Mr. And, don't, and we will hopefully have Mr. gotcha 15 back on the show as always he is doing it he's at work he is, he is a Neeson of the squad he is taking fools to the streets and stuff like that doing some you know some karate being karate man and everything like that so We will try to have the entire squad back next weekend. If not, then we'll probably take a week off, if that's the case. So, until then, guys, thank you very much. But but this is the Scrub Club Gaming Podcast saying, as always, peace out. Bless up. I keep up for $20 or less, and we'll see you on the next podcast. Until then, deuces.